Today's episode is brought to you by Beards of Brothers Beard Care, baby. And you know that's the product that I'm going to use to keep daddy's beard nice, tight, and right. Okay, it keeps me motivated, dedicated, and ready to kill. You know, and use promo code MOOSE today and order your kit, your deployment beard kit, for 15% off. And it's going to come with two beard oils, a face and beard wash, and a pomade free as a gift to you. So head on over to beardsofbrothers.com, order your kit, and use promo code MOOSE for 15% off. Because that's what we do. We're going to hook you up, baby. And if you have a beard, this is the product for you. It's going to keep it silky. It's going to keep it clean and ready for anything. And it's almost Father's Day, so guess what? What better gift than to give them than the gift of beard care? And if your dad doesn't have a beard, happy Mother's Day to your dad. Otherwise, go to beardsofbrothers.com and grab yourself one. Let's go. What's up, everybody? It's your boy Moose here at the Afterthought Show. And today, I'm excited, so you should be excited, because I got one of the fighters from the last Rough MMA event, Rough 47. This guy's freaking hilarious. This guy's awesome. So let me introduce to you, Mr. Matt Screech. Stanger. Cheers, my brother. What's up, man? Ooh-wee. Oh, yeah. Let's get this going. Let's get this going. What you sipping on over there, bro? It's a white one. It's a white cup. Yeah, tequila, Gatorade, and Kool-Aid. Tequila, Gatorade, and Kool-Aid. Now, is there a certain ratio for each of those uh, drinks, or do you just like? Nah, that was a day. And how's it taste? Pretty good, actually. Kind of melts off the tequila a little bit. Oh, really? Yeah. So, you, so you're more like the, the like yeah. the sweet drink kind of guy, like the fruity drinks, or or what? Uh, I like a lot of different tequila and like cognac. To be honest with you, it kind of just depends on the day. Really. I mean, yeah, some days I want whiskey, some days I want just beer, some days I want just some, like, different shots, so it kind of... Hell yeah. So, when you when you talk about whiskey, what kind of whiskeys are you into? Well, I like uh, this company called 1792. Uh, they have a small batch, single barrel, full proof, like full wheat, but they're, uh, they start at, like, 93 proof. Oh, what? Yeah, single barrel is, like, 98 proof, full proof, yeah. But I like to drink just like straight or sometimes just a couple of ice. Oh yeah, that's, that's how I like to drink. That's my preferred. Um, yeah. Especially when I get into the, uh, the peanut butter whiskeys, I can sip yeah. that like all day. Like, and it's and it's kind of creepy because like you don't know, you know, because <laughs> you can, it literally tastes like peanut butter, and so you yep. just sip on those all day, and then it hits you you're like. Whoa. And some days I want proper twelve. Oh, that's when you that's when you want to fight, bro. That's when you're ready to fight somebody and you're just like, give me some of that proper 12. I actually don't even really enjoy fighting. No? No. Bro, you're a pro fighter. You got to enjoy it. Well, amateur, but I'm, I'm trying to go pro. You're trying to go pro. Well, hey, the mentality's there, bro. The mentality's there. You but know? Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, your last fight, you know, Rough 47, the reason why the most memorable thing about you that I can recall <laughs> wasn't even the fight, bro. It was what you came up to. What was it? Fucking Miley Cyrus or fucking Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift? Yeah, it was Taylor <laughs> Swift, bro. And I was like, what song was it? We are never getting back together. Now, is there a significance as to why you came out to that song? Uh, well, I just kind of was like trying to, I wanted to like 
this is my first time fighting in front of everybody in Arizona now, and I'm from here. So I kind of wanted it to be like a memorable moment. And when they said it was going to be on pay-per-view and whatnot as well, I'm like, well, I'm, you know, I want people to see my name and be like, dude, we got to watch this. And so it starts with that, that entrance right there. And so first yeah. off, right, I already caught people's attention to this song. Right, and absolutely. That's where, you know, it starts right there. That's your first impression of somebody. Usually, too, a lot of times, what, what are they coming out to? What do they look like? And how's their energy? Okay. And the Taylor Swift song just kind of, I was super calm all day, too. So the song just made it even easier because it was just, like, fun. I heard all the girls singing, and it just was, like, perfect. <laughs> it was just awesome. You definitely got the attention of the crowd, bro. If anybody had run the, won the crowd, it was you that day. And and it's funny because the fight before, or the fight that I uh, went to prior to that one, I think it was in October, uh, Chisholm came out to Mulan, uh, the We're Gonna Make a Man Out of You. Yeah. Bro, I thought I was, that was freaking nuts, too. But it's cool because it's like, you know, you guys vibe to it if that's what you want to come out to, and that's what's actually your mentality at the time of the fight, then go all for it, you know? If you're not right. going for that intimidation factor, which I believe you weren't, then that's fine, you know? For me, part, like that's, I mean, if the opponent, my guy wants to do that whenever I'm fighting him, then that's all for them. I mean, I can engage in all that, but see, this is fun. I've got to be in there and I got to stay calm. And you know, like, so yeah, like with the fight, I got emotional to myself in there, so that's where I fucked up. It um, happens. Gotta be able to stay calm and stay cool and stay collected and stay focused. And at what point? At what point did you feel like you were kind of on a downhill at at the, at the fight against uh, Patrick? Well, it was uh, so I was switching between southpaw and orthodox, and I switched back southpaw or to orthodox to hit him with a couple of crosses to figure out my range. And I clipped him on the chin, and he backed up against the cage and was rolling to my yeah. right. Um, and I threw everything I had into this next cross right behind it, and I missed. I saw that, yeah. And I got mad and I threw my hands down, and I walked up to my yep. hands. I lost focus on what I was doing because I I had pictured this moment so many times where I had an opening shot, and I threw a punch. I haven't knocked anything out yet. I got a TKO and a submission win. So I pictured this moment where I'm going to get him up against the cage, I'll have him moving, and I got a power shot. And I, and I missed it, and I just got so mad that I missed that opportunity. And I just didn't stay focused because I pictured it going a different way and I screwed it up. Yeah. And I, I misinterpreted his range. I kind of thought when I was walking up, I was still out of the distance there. And I was getting ready to throw my hands up and do this blast, man. I'll tell you yeah. what, I've hit that hard yet. Really? That's the hardest I've ever been hit in my life. Dude. Yeah, he kind of set it up pretty good, too. Like, he, he, he cocked back on that one. Dude, when he blasted me right underneath my eye, my left eye literally, I could well still man you still held your own for at least the first half of that fight i mean you were gaining you were getting control of the octagon when you got him backed up you know i had him backed up nice leg kick from southpaw and I, I hit his leg that second time it kind of buckled and then i went to hit him again backed up so i kind of knew he, he didn't really he didn't really want that leg kick anymore so he was going to kind of move away from it and he hit me with the double jab a couple of times, nice moving inside my hands down. Yeah. And then, yep. And then I, I just got emotional. Hey, cheers to Pat, man. Yeah. Patrick Bowman for the W. Now, do you see, um, would you take a rematch against him? Yeah, but at 185, my actual natural weight, I don't oh, fight. Because really? you went heavy. You went heavy, right? Yeah, he, he 
went under two, so he was like 199 or something like that. But I tried to gain weight for this fight. Like, yeah. I showed up at the weigh-ins weighing 195, 199.5 or something like that, and then 198.8 when the actual weigh-in started. Like, Jeez, that's insane. So you gained I, weight. Why did you, what, what made you want to go up the weight class? Well, they explained to me that he was one and two, that he had fought a couple of guys heavier than him already, so he was trying to fight at 205. And the other option they had for me at 185, I understand that there's levels to this game, and I'm a fighter, but I also wasn't trying to just get mollywopped in front of my home crowd, even though I just get, I got TKO'd, but I wasn't... <laughs> Like completely outclassed by somebody. I True. Yeah. But it, it was funny, dude, because I, I, like, at first sight of you, like, I wouldn't picture you as a fighter, bro. Like, you went up, uh, you went up at the freaking, um, you know, the face-off there at the bar, and I was like, what the hell? Did this guy just get off his freaking shift at AutoZone and just said, hey, fuck it, I'm gonna fight today? You know? And I was, I was like, holy shit, I want to see this because. Because I, I do car work, so I was doing some car work in Mesa, and then I had to oh, back to Victoria, get ready, get my buddy, and then come back over to Tempe to the weigh-in. Dude, that's what's up. That's, yeah, I do mobile mechanic work, so yeah, I did. Hey, yeah. that's pretty dope, bro. I nailed it, yes! <laughs> yeah, Damn. that was fight. The last three I had broken was gone. I actually fought up there before I, came, I was moving up there, so. Yeah, I was gonna ask you, um, when was your last fight uh, prior to this one? November of 2019, because then uh, you remember that COVID hit right after all that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was in between Minnesota and here, back and forth for, for a year and a half or whatever. And so, Why were you going back and forth? Um, well, things just weren't lining up. I got other stuff going on and whatnot. And yeah. Small town up there in Minnesota, Hibbing, and it kind of, not a place to really, you know, be. come back down here with my family, my friends. And uh, the opportunity for fighting here, the the opportunities from it are a lot better. Like for instance, like right now with Rough MMA. Yeah. From what I fought for before this, the, the level of the show is nothing near what I just fought on. Oh like, yeah. If that was on a pay-per-view around the world, is like. Oh hey, yeah, man. Rough MMA like, puts on awesome what? shows, bro. And I, I feel like they're still like underrated. Like, you know, like not a lot, not a lot of people like still know about Rough MMA, but it's slowly and slowly, like it's getting more expanded and more expanded. A lot more people are showing up to the shows and it's guys like you who put on the shows for them, you know, and it's freaking amazing. And I can't wait for like the next fight. Are you going to be there? Um, I'm waiting. They, they're supposed to get me on the card. They asked me, uh, uh, Richie hit me up the other day, a couple weeks ago, I guess due to Montana needed a fight, but I was suspended from the TKO for 30 days. So I couldn't oh, go shit. to Montana. I had some promotion up there, needed a fight. They were going to try to send me up there. But uh, July 30th, I believe, is the card. And I told yep. them I want it. So, I mean, I, I sold tickets and sold pay-per-views. So, I mean, I'll oh, sell yeah, it to the so. Bro, you know, the, you, know, you know your boy's going to be freaking on your back, bro. I'm going to be supporting you in the next fight, man. I'm always going for the underdog, you know? Even though you might not be the underdog. You know, I feel like you guys, you... Like you deserve that support, man, because your mentality, the, the way you are, like you, you don't have that like abrasive alpha male typical MMA fighter, you know, persona to you. You're pretty don't. down to earth, and you came out to fucking Taylor Swift, man. Who the hell does that? Dude, the next one I'm gonna come out to is probably gonna be Fantasy from Right. Ooh, right in the fucking nostalgia, bro. It was either that or I was going to do DX from uh, WWE, like Shawn Michaels. Oh, yes. 
Yeah, I was thinking about doing that one too. Do it, bro. <laughs> Do some fucking weird old school shit. Out, and then I came out to Tool, and then I came out to Duck and Be Bucks. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, dude. So, did you kind of. So you do give thought to your intros, like you're like, all right, you know what, you know, this is the vibe that I want to give, this is how I feel, and this is what I want to come out to, right? Yeah, we well, gotta think about it too. Like I was saying, this is as much as it a sport, it's also entertainment. Like, yeah, there's you know, there's people there that it's an entertainment factor of it too. Like, there's guys that aren't undefeated. There's guys that have 15, 20 losses, but you know when they're on the cards, it's gonna be an entertaining thing. Yeah. And you, gotta, and you gotta love it, bro. You gotta love what you do. You gotta love when you're in there. And, and I bet it's just when you, when those, when that door closes on that octagon, bro. I bet everything just kind of like hits you, and you, and you're just like, damn, this is it right here, you know? Like the change of feeling just from the first fight to the fourth fight, a lot different because the first, like I, post, I don't like altercation. I don't like fighting, but it's like yeah. weird. I don't really ever see a lot of fights through. I don't try to really step up and fight and stuff like that, and I don't really. I was never really into all that. And then the first fight, I was like sitting there at the Coliseum. I was like, ah, oh, how can I get out of this? Like, how, how can I slide my way out without having to <laughs> yeah. And I actually fought. And I clipped the dude in the cup and he quit. So it was a no contest. Oh, shit. And so I was so nervous. So I like, so I barely remember any of the fight, really. I was so nervous and so anxious and tried to do that whole I hate you, macho man thing. Yeah, yeah. Now, going into the second fight, I was cool. Me and the dude were friends. We hung out. Before the fight, you were like, cool as hell. We're actually we're really good friends to this day in the second view I fought. But the feelings were a lot easier when I was cool and friends with him. So then the third fight was his cut or his best friend, and it was the same thing. We were already friends. It was cool. It was easy to go in and fight somebody when I'm not like trying to be all mad and I remember everything. I remember from start to finish of every fight. But progressively the nerves, like this fourth fight, I didn't really the nerves at all. I didn't really I was ready to go in there. So you but went I, in. So you went in knowing you had a plan, right? Oh yeah, because yeah, I see his interview with Josh. Yeah. Uh, out from the fight, saying he was tired of these dudes wrestling him, like because he wants to stand and, and trade hands, like Clay Guida, Diego Sanchez, and stuff. Right. So I messaged him, and I was like, "Well, let's do that, man. Let's put on a show. Cause that's what people want to see. People don't want to see you just standing there looking at each other, grabbing each other. Right. Right. They right. Like, want the entertainment. Like, let's do it. We'll stand exactly. and trade." So, what we so did. when you're ready to throw, you you can throw, man. You know, oh. like make make it a show. Like, um, who was it? Uh, back in the day, um, he fought freaking. Oh my God, he was the first winner of. Uh, Talking about Stephen Barr and Forrest Griffin. Yeah, Forrest Griffin, bro. Yeah. He can throw and make a freaking entertaining fight. He might lose, but goddamn, man, he's gonna he's gonna go out swinging. Oh yeah. And I, so I already knew that that was the game. That's what we were going to do. And he seemed pretty adamant about it. And at the weigh-ins, when I looked at him, we stared at each other to stare down. Yeah. I could, but he was ready to stand there and throw hands. I could see that he was ready to go to war. Yeah. And I, I wish it would have lasted a little longer, but hey. Hey, it is what it is, man. That's, that's how fights are. It's unpredictable. You know, it goes down to the to the technique. It goes down to the plans of who's, whose plan is going to work out best. And, you know, and like you said, it was more of a mental factor to you, you know? Had it been you followed through with the plan and, you know, you, you didn't get into your head a lot, I'm sure it would have went uh, a little longer. Yep. And, that's and then I've never been in that spot where I've been rocked like that, where 
I honestly probably could have rolled. I could have tucked and turtled and, and flipped around. And, but I had, I've never felt like that before. I've never been oh, okay. hurt like that. I've never had dudes. Like, I, like, I've never been hit that hard. That's why I don't like to fight guys that do a lot of I don't like to fight the big boys. <laughs> yeah. So he so he was uh, he was a little heavier than you, though, right? No, he, I guess he used to be heavier than me, but he was a little bit bigger than me. But he was 199 at like just barely a little bit more than me. I was oh, okay. And, and you, you weighed in at 194? What's up? You weighed in at 194? 198. 198. Oh, shit. Okay. And then he oh, was like okay. 9.5 like or something like that. Oh, yeah. That, that's that's nothing, man. I mean, it's like less than a pound. But he had to cut a lot. He, he definitely cut some weight to get down to that. Yeah. And you gained weight for it. Yeah. I Did that... Oh damn! Did you uh, did that affect your training at all? A little bit. I mean, cause it's like trying to eat the right stuff to bulk up too, and then like not to replenish my stamina and whatnot, and like kill myself. So it's, uh, it's kind of like I don't know. It just kind of I don't really like to. I don't want to do that again. I don't want to fight 205. I want to like I told them I want to stay at 185. Right, right, and that's a pretty stacked weight class too, man. Yeah, I don't want to do 170. Got all those college wrestlers, all those Dominic. There, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna get 185 with striking shit. Heck yeah, 185, and I think the heavyweights are usually some of the most entertaining fights. However, on the last fight at Rough, the main event, I was slightly disappointed, you know. And I understand, you know, the whole mouthpiece thing. You know, I've never seen that before in my life. That was nuts. You know. It's what happens when you get tired. I mean, I'm. It, I mean, the you got those guys are big, man. To throw all that weight around for that oh, long, yeah. man, it takes a lot of oxygen and it takes a lot. And I don't. I can't really tell you. I know a whole lot of heavyweights that have real full on five rounds, full on cardio, and can go five rounds and not look like they're dying by the fifth. Oh <laughs> yeah, dude, it's Looking insane. That. That's a lot of. That's a lot of body on them big boys, man. Trust me, I know. It was crazy. Like, at one minute seems like five minutes, you know? Even on the ground. You know, you're, you're not supporting yourself, but you're supporting the weight of some other dude on top of you. You're using every muscle in your body, you know? To try to get out, to try to, to, to counter anything. You know, it takes a toll. I try to explain this to people, too. Think about bull riding. I've done, I've done bull riding now four times down. Eight seconds alone is, is a lot longer than you think. Bro, <laughs> hell yeah. Did, have you done that out here in the out, out in Arizona yeah. or where? Yeah, I was doing it up at Roadrunner. I was probably going to either go this week or next week. So I was going to try to get CJ to go because CJ and Richie said they were down to go watch. So I was going to see if I can get them to go too. Dude, I've done uh, calf wrestling a couple of times back at the ranch back home. Dude, yeah. I, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. My boys were egging, egging me on. I was like, dude, I, I've, I've never done this shit before. He's like, dude, it's going to come out of the chute. Fucking grab it and fucking, you know, twist it. I mean, you're a wrestler to do it. I was like, all right, man, I'm going to fucking try it. And this was a little calf, bro, but god damn, he was, he, he was a fighter too, man. It took me a minute to kind of do that gator roll on him and shit. Yeah. My friends over here in Peoria um, High School own the Roby Farm over here, the dairy farm. And uh, the one day I went over there and they're like, yeah, I decided to take that cattle down. I was like, all right, that's fine. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I know a couple of the cowboys down there lost a couple of fingers doing that shit, dude. It's nuts. And, uh... That's that's cool, man. So so you you ride bulls, huh? Yeah, I think that's kind of what made it really easy too, going in there and fighting Pat. Was 
you know, I've already done that three times now before I step back in the cage, so it's kind of like, if I can do that, well, that fool don't give no fucks about me. That's the next weapon. Stop that fool from killing me if it wants to. Oh, hell yeah, dude. That's what right. it's for us. Standing here fighting some guy across the have you ever uh, competed like professionally in bull riding? No, I just, that's, I've only done it since last year. Like oh, last really? year, I met some girl. She was a bartender, and she's like, "Yeah, I ride bulls." I was like, "Shut the fuck up!" And I went and watched her ride a bull. I mean, it's not. It was like, "Oh, that was easy." It really ain't that easy. So now I've done it three times now over again. Oh hell yeah, dude! Like I, I see the like the PBR competitions. Like it looks so much fun, bro. At the same time, you have no idea how how bad that thing can just mutilate you. You know? It's, they're trying to get ready for like riding and whatnot, so it's like they buck. Like here after the, after the interview went out, I'll send you the video. Yeah, send it to me so I can post it up. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty wild, man. It's cool. I mean, it's definitely something that if you really are about that life, that's nuts, man. You guys look crazy. Yeah, and I bet you the seconds right before that gate opens, bro, you're just like, holy fuck, how do I lie about this? How do I get out of this real quick? You know what was wild is the first time I did it, when I sat there, they explained to me what to do. They're like, have you ever ridden a bull before? I was like, no. They're like, have you ridden a mechanical bull? I was like, I've never ridden anything, not even a horse or a sheep. <laughs> the first night me riding anything. So they're like, all right, here's how you put your hand. Here's what you do. Lean forward, lean back, ride with the bull, watch the spot on the chest. He's like, or on the shoulders. He's like, all right, tap the gate when you're ready. Do it. Send out the tap the gate. I didn't even think. Oh shit! <laughs> how, how, how many seconds did you go on that one? It was like a second and a half. This one, other one's only like a second and a half, maybe two. Oh but damn! Seconds is really a lot longer than you think. Damn, when, yeah. But afterwards, you were like, holy shit, man! I bet. Oh, uh, dude, it, it's fun. It's like. I'm not gonna go skydiving. I don't like roller coasters. I'm not into all that. So I kind of like this fighting and bull riding. I kind of, I kind of hate that I waited till my 30s to do this. But oh, it I, don't matter, bro. You're still young. 30s is 30s, man. I'm 34 now. Shit, I still want, I still want to go do shit. You know, fuck it. And um, that's pretty awesome, though. So, so you're more into like, you know, that adrenaline, that personal adrenaline rush. Even though, so you wouldn't go skydiving. Well, well, I mean, I might, but I mean, not. I'm not really gonna do it anytime soon. <laughs> Bro, you would just add on to your friggin' adrenaline rush, you know, right. bucket list if you did that, man. It, it's a different kind of high, man. I swear to God, it is. And um, yeah, because Rich Franklin actually said that he once he landed in Arizona, that next day he went skydiving, like all willy nilly. That was nice. Yeah, That's Rich Rich Franklin's a beast too. I think I was gonna try that ice that. Ice Sky or whatever it is over in Scottsdale where it's like the indoor like wind Oh, tunnel. yeah, yeah. I think I was going to try that one time at least though. At least get the feeling of it. True. I hear that's pretty fun too though, you know. You can take yeah. like kids and everything. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I might try to do that too. At least take my dog and shit. We'll see. Um, that's pretty cool, man. I never knew you would be a freaking bull rider. That's, that's insane. What, yeah. are your, what are your other hobbies? What do you like to do besides fighting and bull riding? Play the guitar, work on cars, man. I, I just have fun, man. I got a list fishing. Oh, I like nice. it all. I wanted to try to go, like, this upcoming winter, I wanted to try to go up Minnesota, back up to Minnesota, and try some hunting. I've never been hunting yet. Oh, really? I want to make my own deer jerky eventually. Yeah, because I, I love deer jerky. It's delicious, man. Yeah, and I haven't had deer jerky in a minute, dude. I, and last time I last time I tried it, was pretty good, too. Like, they added, like, the little uh, the spices to it. It's actually good. Yeah, and then, uh... 
Drag racing? Drifting, because it's a different form oh, of racing. Oh, drifting, okay, okay. That's the part, the part do. Oh, absolutely, man. And the mechanics that go into it, like, it's got to be timed precisely and all that, you know? I like to go hiking, trying to find a hiking buddy. Nice. And, and you're out there in uh, Peoria, right? Yeah. Nice. Uh, how long you been out there? Uh, I grew up here. So. Oh, no shit. I was born in California, grew up here. So I moved here to Peoria in 96. I was born in 89. Grew up here since 96. Oh, wow. How you like it? It's just pretty much life over there, huh? Yeah, I'd rather be able to live back up in Minnesota and, like, be able to, like, be, like, I don't know, in a good spot up there in Minnesota, but it's kind of, the winter sucks. So it's like... Oh, I've, I've, yeah, I've heard that. Here, but up there it sucks. The summertime here sucks. But up there it's only, like, 70 <laughs> Oh yeah, bro. And we've only hit the freaking the beginning of the summer sucking. Right. And I'm still waiting on a monsoon. Because those are beautiful here. That's what I was waiting to see too. But you can literally walk out in the rain and like enjoy it, you know? Yeah. It's have you ever gone uh skiing at all since you're up there? No, but I went snowboarding here before I moved up there. I went snowboarding here one time. That was actually pretty fun. Yeah. I've actually, I've never tried snowboarding before. I want to, like, so bad. My cousin goes all the time, and I want to go and join him. Because um, it looks, I don't know, man. I feel like I'd be freaking eating ass, like, all day. It took me all day, about eight or nine hours, to finally really get it down and get down the hill without busting my shit. <laughs> I bet. That's what I'm afraid of, man. I'm going to spend more time on the freaking ground than on the snow. I was doing accidental, like, little 360s, like, around, like, trying to get myself straight, like, Spinning, like getting dizzy. I'm like, no, stop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Turn it off. <laughs> oh, I'm like, no. <laughs> uh, you said you play guitar, man. How long have you been playing? Uh, for about 12 years. I'm not that good. I mean, uh, my fingers don't move that fast. So I can play some songs. Well, not. I, I know how to read tabs. So I can pretty much play any song if I listen to it and read the tabs. Yeah. I know how to read music, too. I just... My attention span's pretty short with things, and <laughs> good at yeah, like, I, I love guitar too. I'm more of a drummer myself. I grew up drumming. I was in a couple bands, yeah. um, but I, I like I like the guitar too. I'm more of like a power chord kind of guy. Like I can cover a lot of Blink 182 songs because that's all they fucking do, you know. The classic Blink 182, not this new shit that fucking Travis and Mark are not in, bro. It was just a sham, and it was a shame that they broke up because I loved them. They're yeah. So RIP to them, but the music that they made was absolutely amazing. Yeah, typical, you know, Wonderwall from Oasis. Gotta, gotta put that out from time to time. <laughs> Anyways, here's Wonderwall, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I do that all the time with somebody asking guitar. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, brother, here's Wonderwall. <laughs> It's a good song, man. It's a timeless classic. Like, you, who, who's not going to play it? That's insane. How does it go? 
um, oh my God, I'm blanking. Is it the one that goes, uh, uh, you're my wonder Oh yeah. See, I did that without practice, bro. Look, mayo, 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 mayo. See, I didn't even practice, dude. I freaking nailed it. Oh, and I'm a vocalist too. I did a couple songs in the band. Um, I'm more of a writer though. Uh, but additionally, I'm a karaoke king. Like, not... oh yeah, yeah, bro. I'll, I'll throw freaking what's it called? Uh, friends in low places. Freaking, uh, um, I'll never do it sober though. Never. Like, I'll never go on stage or on a mic, like, clear headed. Because I would freak out. This song is one of my karaoke songs that I walked out to. So it's kind of part of it too. Wait, which one? The Taylor Swift song? together during karaoke. I do that from time to time. Oh my god. So you have an intimate connection with that song, bro. Expand on it. What, what, yep. what? Hey, what we're about. Out. He's like, hey, Matt, you're up. I was like, what do you mean I'm up? So you're putting time to up. I'm like, for what? He goes, you're singing Katy Perry, Teenage Dream. I was like, whatever. <laughs> wow. Classic Katy Perry, Teenage Dream. I feel like Morgan Wallen and like Sam, like kind of newer country for some of the ladies is kind of what they're into and whatnot. So. Yeah. Hold on. Okay. Anyways. But that's so dope, bro. Um guitar, freaking ride bulls. So what's next for you, bro? What, what do you got planned? I'm waiting to see if they give me another fight. If they don't give me another fight for the rough fight, I'm, I'm trying to get another fight. Man, you gotta, you gotta get fights if you're gonna go pro. Can't Hell yeah, man. What were you doing between the time of uh, 20, not 2019 was your last fight? Yeah. Dang, what were you doing between then? Living. Then that whole shutdown with COVID was all in for about a whole year. So then in between there, I moved back up to Minnesota last year, and then just came back down here in February, so. No shit, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, and um, do you have any family? Do you have any kids or anything? I got two little girls, Ava and Aurora. Uh, oh. Four. Uh, they're up in Minnesota with mom. And then uh, I have my little sister. She's got my nephew, Bryson, and then uh, Isabella is my niece now. She's, I believe, like nine or 10 months old, or eight months old, something like that. And then my little brother, uh, I got my nephew Bryce, or he got me. Wow. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, see, you got a lot of people looking up to you, bro. You know? Yeah. My brother know. was right. He was the tallest glasses that walked out with me. It was cool. So that was like the whole thing with that too. Was like this dream started a long time ago, back in like 2009, and I gotten some money from. Uh, I was going to Arizona Automotive Institute, and they had paid over my tuition. So they were like, you can either send the money back or take it. So I was like, I'm going to take it, go sign up at this gym, and I'm going to become an MMA fighter. So I went over here and signed up to Siege MMA when they were over here right close by my house off 91st in Peoria. And I went to Big Five and boxed in the UFC club, and my brother was with me. And I was like, I'm going to fight. But he looked at me, he goes, you ain't never going to fight. <laughs> First, got some whoppers, and that was like that. I had this glove, and it was cool to come full circle at the marquee. For a celebrity theater and just was like, you know, remember that day when I bought those gloves? Like, here we are. And I'm really here watching you fight. Damn. Yeah. Is he your older brother or younger brother? Younger brother, but he's bigger than me. Oh, no shit. Yeah, he's 6'4". Damn, bro. Get him in the freaking octagon. He was thinking, he was talking about it. He's like, fight was trained there. I can knock out like 10 people. I, was like, I don't know about 10 people. Yeah. <laughs> but 
<laughs> you send those expectations high, man. Hey, he sees he sees big bro out there, you know. You gotta freaking, you know, set him straight, get him in training. Charles Oliveira, you kind of see like two or three people. Damn. It's just getting a commission. <laughs> Charles Oliveira, man. crazy man well matt i can't wait to see what happens next if you get on the card rough 48 best believe your boy's gonna be there freaking hollering for you bro definitely man hopefully you get to hang out after before at the yeah. rains whatever you know we can yeah, chop we it up again i mean we can always hang out in some other stuff you can always hit me up i'll shoot you the bull riding video maybe one of these oh yeah send me any videos if you have of that i'm gonna post them up during the video and um, yeah, man, I'm down here in Arizona too. So we gotta we gotta hook up and, and link up. Maybe uh, hook up with Josh and them. We'll go hang out up there. You know, we'll do something. Yeah, yeah, because Pat was saying he wanted me to come up there to have some guns, something like that. Too, yeah, I'll make that happen. I know. I've been itching to go freaking sling some lead too, man. It's been a couple of weeks since I've been. Well, maybe freaking... we can make it happen like that summertime. Maybe we'll do something out there. Hell yeah, let's do it. Let's get it done. I'll contact Josh and them, and and we'll we'll get something set up. Yeah, that'll work. Perfect, man. Uh, yeah, dude, it was awesome to have you, bro. I was, I've been waiting to get you on the show. So, um, thanks for coming on, bro. I wish you nothing but the best, you and your family, bro. And um, I can't wait to see what happens next, man. Thank you very much, brother. And I wish you the best, too. And congrats on the show. And I hope it just keeps growing more and more. Hell yeah, well, man. We'll talk to you soon, okay? One last cheers. One last cheers. Do it, bro. All right, bro. Later, dog. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was Matt Screech Stanger. <coughs> Excuse me. That was an awesome, awesome show. Rough 48. Not sure when the tickets are going to be out. Hopefully soon, because it's only a couple months left. So keep an eye out for them. I'm going to keep an eye out for them. Uh, make sure you guys get your tickets, and we'll we can see you there. Um, not sure what we have going on. I have a couple of appointments or scheduled interviews. Oh, your boy's going to be on a podcast this week, this Friday, right after I get my tattoo out gonna be fun it's gonna be actually a show where i'm gonna be a guest and so it should be a good time uh, i'll be sharing it with you guys and hopefully it goes well i am i'm anticipated to be go to anticipate it going pretty well and it's gonna be pretty fun hopefully you guys get to check it out i'll be sharing it and it'll be fun other than that i'm not sure what we got going on as far as events or anything but you know your boy's gonna keep it posted Thank you guys so much for liking the show, for sharing it, for commenting anything that supports us in the social media realm. Uh, I love you guys. Thank you so much for the like, share, comment, all that good shit. And uh, we're going to keep doing this content. Uh, the merch coming soon. Uh, I know I, got, I just ordered some pretty dope stickers, so I'll be giving those out soon. Other than that, guys, have a great week. Um, you know, keep hitting it. Keep doing what you're doing. If you're going to work, go to work. Give 110% whatever you do. At the gym, at work, at life, everything. And your boy's going to be there supporting you every single step of the way. All right, baby, I'm Moose. 
and I'm out.